AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Hello and welcome to uh, episode 51, season 9 of the Fighting Cop podcast. Uh, Thank God we're back. Thank God football's back because a lot's been going on in the world and it's really important. We need to focus on it. But it will be nice for 90 minutes on Friday night when Tottenham Hotspur face Man United. Uh, Hopefully don't get pumped uh, and and, and we can just enjoy uh, the opium that is football. Today I'm joined on the line by... Felonious motherfucking filth. Hello, hello. And Rick. Hello. 
<laughs> and Rick. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for that. You, Rick, you, you always, back in the day, you was always like, nothing, just Ricky. That's my name. Don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you been, boys? Uh, football is back. Are you excited about it? Do you, you know, should it be coming back? Rick, how, how do you feel about it? Um, like, like you just mentioned, I am pretty excited that it's coming back because there's been a lot of shit going on and I just need some welcome relief, really, from all the crap that's going on. And to have uh, football take my mind off of other things, it's, it is, yeah, it's hugely welcome. And going back to your other point saying, should we be even playing? I don't know. I don't even know if anyone knows, but they're doing it. Just got to get on with it now, really, I think. Yeah, that's it. Do you not, do you not feel like the, the, the world is just like, all right, we're, it feels a little bit like kind of done with it now? That don't, that don't, like, no coronavirus is still a real thing. And it's still it's still messy and there's still potential for it to harm many, many more people. But it's just like, just give us our football back. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, T, there is some stuff going on, obviously, with Black Lives Matter and, and, and stuff. Is it, is, it, um, is it inopportune for football to come back when that it could potentially distract from uh, a very worthwhile and important movement like Black Lives Matter. How do you feel about that, or are you just happy for football to be back as well? Um, I mean, it is a little, is a little out of place with, with football coming back, but I guess it's time people just be something to escape from the world for ninety minutes. It's a bigger issue in the US of the NBA. Some have spoken that they don't want to come back, but. I don't overthink all the footballers are confident about playing again. I think there's no spitting and some other very arbitrary rules in place. So I think it's their job and they'll get on with it, but why, why I'm not is, sure. Why is no spitting? Like, like lads, you can't spit now, right? You should never be spitting's rank anyway. Like, yeah. like footballers seem to be the only profession under the sun that can just get away with gobbing whenever they want. <laughs> you imagine, imagine being at work, Rick, in the office and just going... <laughs> or, or clearing your nose out. In football, it just seems like it's, uh, it's, it's fine. I don't know why it's well. Like when you're running and you're out of breath, and uh, you, you you do feel like you the need to spit when you're running, though. I don't know why. No, no, I understand it, but I, I've never, I've never like while running, have ever felt the need to bend over, put my finger to my nostril, and just phlegm scob out of my nose. Ever. And footballers love it. They absolutely love it. Some of them go for miles. <laughs> Do you know what? I, uh, I had a little run before this uh, before this pod and a fly went up my nose and I was desperate to do that. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't do it because it's disgusting. So I just, I just, if there's a fly up there, it's probably laying little eggs on my brain. Oh. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why footballers do it. <laughs> uh, do you, you know, you know, with the the, the testing in football, um, they, they're having. I think they're testing twelve hundred people every week or something. The latest round of tests have seen uh, a Norwich player, two Norwich players, I think, or one Norwich player at least, who played in that game against Tottenham, the training game, uh, get test positive for coronavirus. Um, and then the last round of testing, it was a Spurs. Some Spurs player had it. Uh, the, the, there is. It, it feels like shit just happens to our football club. Like, no one else. Pretty much no one else is Stoke manager. Stoke manager in Tottenham. That's only people are getting it. Um, what, did you, what did you make of that, that training game? 
it was a game played over two hours. I think there were there were f- uh, four three breaks in between four half hour um, halves, and uh, you know wholesale changes. I think we played two teams, a lot of youngsters in there. We lost the game two one. Is it weird that I was gutted that we'd lost a training game that means nothing? Oh, uh, a lot of what you did leading up to this game really baffled me, Flav, to be fair. Um, you're always ambivalent about everything. But you asked in about three different places about <laughs> the game was in the fucking BBC. It's just a kick around, for fuck's sake. Mate, so, some weird little prick made a Photoshop that it was on BBC's red and button. And I said no. I said no. And you still asked anyway. T, I, I thought there's no chance that some weirdo is he's Photoshopped that to make <laughs> Spurs fans think that this game was going to be on telly. I think that couldn't be possible. No one is that fucking sad. But apparently they are. It's true. You, you, they got me. All right. I, I, I went on Telegram. I, I went in the group. T said no. And I thought T was just being contrary as he is. Uh, and apparently, no, it's definitely not. It was, uh, it was def- definitely a, um, a Photoshop job. Uh, yeah. Did it, did, did, it, did it cross your mind at all that you just even slightly gutted that we'd lost the game that means nothing? It was purely about um, fitness. I was probably more worried about the... You know, the clapback, I suppose, on social media and all the rest of it. Me personally, I wasn't really that upset by the defeat. Um, and Dunbelly, for example, was in good shape. It looked like it was just a training exercise. They just trying out, probably trying out formations and set pieces and shit. So I wasn't overly bothered by the defeat. Rick, do, do, you, do you remember in, in, in the, it was right in the middle of the lockdown when everyone was taking it really, really seriously. And uh, Jose Mourinho turned yeah. up at Ndombele's house and was like, come on, let's go for a run. Isn't that so fucking weird? It's such a weirdest thing. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I know what he's doing. He's sitting in there and he's eating biscuits. I know it. So I'm going to go around his house, get him out for a jog. In full training gear, Like, put your Spurs stuff on. Like, Let's take this seriously. Let's go down the park and have a kickabout. One of the most annoying things as well, right, when you're at home and the doorbell goes and you're like, I- I'm not expecting anyone. You, op- <laughs> you open the door and they, and they were like, they-, they just say to you, Oh, I was in the area, so I thought I'd I thought I'd come round and knock. Like, I don't give a fuck whether you're my mum or my dad. Like, we arranged this shit, man. You don't just come to my house and press the doorbell and expect me to be like, "Oh, you alright, mate? How's it going? Come in for a tea." But no, Marina presses. Oh, I was just in Dumbelli. I was just, I was just there. Like, um, fancy going for a run, mate? I like the fact he calls him. Trend. He calls him Ndombele as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he's in the army. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, "All right, Gaffer," and and he's and they're like, "Yeah, we're like, what are you doing here?" He, and Jose Mourinho's, uh, "I well, I check with the office. You're not furloughed. You're ready to work. Let's get running." And you know, looks like you said, looks looks in shape. There is there was some reports by Alistair Gold about the Celso's fitness issues, uh, but apparently he's back in training. It was all a bit weird that those news stories coming out saying, uh, "You know, we're playing the Dombele further forward as a as a test," and the Celso wasn't wasn't um you know ready to play but now now it appears that he is and barring a Jaffet Tanganga uh, broken back <laughs> which is what he's got like Mike Tyson <laughs> yeah he's um he, he, we've got pretty much a full strength squad for the game against Manchester United apart from Deli Ali's um one game ban what yeah. do you uh, what do you make of that do you think it's it's fair to ban him? um 
I don't know, I realise, as I said next year, there's got to be a deterrent somewhere, you know, and a one-game ban and a 60 grand fine, and some, I think he's on some education course as well to, you know, for racial awareness. I think by, you know, by the letter of the law, it should have maybe got a bit longer, but, you know, I'm thankful he's not out of the team for too long. Like, if he was an Arsenal player, I'd definitely want him to get banned for longer. Yeah. But oh, sure. as he's a Spurs fan, <coughs> I think slapping a wrist would have been suffice. <coughs> what? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I've long since talked about my, um, you know, my feelings about Deli Ali. I, I feel like a, a more mobile attacking unit is one that he doesn't play in. Maybe. Um, yeah. So, so we got this game, the game against uh, Man United. How are you feeling about it? Because I know, as a Spurs fan, exactly how I'm feeling about it. How, how are you feeling about it? Too? Concerned. <laughs> you know, I'm doing a great run. You know, I remember the last one of the last pods we recorded before the lockdown. You talked about the galvanising influence that Fernandez had on Manu. Yep. Um, I think they've been unbeaten since he joined. Yeah. Like that wasn't it. Yeah. So, Eleven games unbeaten. Yeah. So there's a bit of concern. Rashford's back as well, and Brilliant. he was he was going to be out for the season. So there was there was a bit of concern there, but. Fuck knows, man. I am I'm, I'm a bit worried. You know the peasant, you know, the kind of gallows Spurs humour. But I hope we can do something. I hope we can. Rick, I think I think Pogba's back as well, isn't he? Oh fuck's sake! Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. A David yeah. Brent picture, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh for fuck! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> every time we play against United. Um, it's always, you know, the, the, you know, they're, they're a big team, and it's always been uh, an interesting encounter with us. Um, I just hope that after this lengthy layoff, both both teams, um, I hope kind of if, uh, the, the, they did have some momentum, and I hope they've lost some of it, and we didn't, and I hope we've gained some. Um, but you know, I. Who, who the fuck knows? And this is honestly, the, it's such an unprecedented who knows, thing. Who knows what each what each, each team, what their fitness is going to be like, what their you know sharpness going to be like, what what's Kane going to be like being back from uh, from injury? He's not going to be like firing on all cylinders. How do you know? It's going to be the same. For, you don't know exactly. <laughs> no one knows. I reckon he's kind firing firing all cylinders. He uh, he does look a little bit. Let's be kind. Portly is that? That's not probably not kind, is it? He looks. He looks like he's carrying a little bit of timber. I think. I think all players will be. I think until they're uh, playing regularly and they have that momentum uh, of constant training and playing games, that, that they're they are going to have a bit of puppy fat around them. Yeah, all of them. Is that all right, Rick? Because they, they, they remember they're employees. They're getting paid. They're not being furloughed. They're not. They're not. You know, they're paid to stay fit and be match ready as far as you can be without matches being played. If I, I they should be dishing out like more game bans than Deli Ali's got. Like if you t- like if they turn up fifty percent over your match day weight, four game ban at Spurs. You ain't playing <laughs> till you get the weight off. Yeah. Did you see Danny Rose? Fuck me, that was a very bad picture. Straps are flattering, but the picture was fucking awful. <laughs> do, do you, do you, who, who didn't Danny Rose. Mate, you could see him. Miss him. You could see him for the moon. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, yeah. I mean, luckily not our problem anymore. But he looks ginormous. It was r- ridiculous. I don't know how. I don't know how you put that much weight on so quickly. I can. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like being a boxer staying within the weight. You don't have that pressure of being on weight anymore. You know, um, 
he must have thought football was going to be bent off, and then in the last minute, they said, "Yeah, we're back in, lads." <laughs> yeah, fuck, shit. And he's coming out the changing rooms with his shorts around his ankles. Do you reckon? You know, not knowing what the fuck's going on. Do you reckon since he was banging on about the um, uh, about f- football, you know, it's about lives that matter and football doesn't matter. We should be fucking playing this season along those lines. He said, "Do you remember?" Yeah, protest, that, mate, protest. That wasn't what it was about. It was he, he looked in the mirror and was like, "Fuck, if football comes back, I am fucked." Let me make <laughs> let me make a uh, let me make a statement. Make this political before I can. Uh, so I don't look like a, a, a right piggy. You know, you know, you know. I've got a bottle of black grape in a sock, <laughs> sipping on it as the game goes on. He goes back to the changing room and it opens up, and there's four Marks and Spencer sandwiches in his. Uh... <laughs> uh, did you see this stuff about the the wall, the wall, the fact that on the on the um, on the big screen. Uh, during the game, Man United game, they're going to put fans on the big screen in like yeah. a massive Zoom call. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be loads of fans watching the game from their sofas, and they're going to they're going to stick them up on the on the videotrons or whatever they call the giant screens. Yeah, it'd be like a Spurs themed goggle box. Well, more like just a meeting for work. Like, are they really doing that? Yeah, yes, yeah, but something to show live video fan wall during Man United game. Oh shit, man! As a way I of I did not um, know that. As a way of uh, um, you know creating some atmosphere, and you know how awkward these Zoom calls are. You're just sitting there going, oh, "For fuck's sake, when's this going to end?" <laughs> they're going to be muted, aren't they? Because you can't have loads of people just talking, like saying, "Getting the tea on," or you know, a couple of naughty lads getting getting the lines on or whatever. <laughs> like they're going to have to be muted. <laughs> And who's like, who's going to be watching all these video streams? Let's just say that there ain't like something bad going on. You forget it's on. You're having a Tommy Tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Well, I've turned the screen off, haven't they? Yeah, but someone has got to be watching all the, the video I'm watching. Uh, sorry, the image I'm, look, I'm looking at was uh, from a Danish Super, super League uh, match between, doesn't matter. And. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're literally t- loads of tiny little screens. It's like you know, you know, you know, like um, Morgan Freeman in Batman Returns or whatever it is, when he's just looking at all the screens that Batman set up of, as, <laughs> uh, to, to, to get a picture of the entire city. It's like that. It's it's very weird. What's the what's the weirdest thing anyone could be doing? I mean, I guess a wank is up there. You'd have to... maybe, maybe, maybe do the gram off the back of their fist. I don't know. You'd have to. You'd have to do something. It's not enough just to sit on your sofa and watch it. Because how gormless people what look look like when they're just sitting on the sofa. <laughs> just like I hate seeing myself hands, on video calls. Hands down your pants. Like. <laughs> that's supposed. That's supposed to g the players up. Is it? They're going to look up there. Yeah. Thirty bored faces looking back at them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but really frustrated faces. Some of some of the times they they would have uh, like if I had a video in my room of when watching Spurs last season. There was one especially embarrassing moment where I think I found myself on the the, the living room floor, closed fisted, punching the floor in, in in frustration. I think it was against Palace, and I turned around and my missus and my stepdaughter are sitting there looking at me, and I'm I'm as a grown man standing sitting there on my knees, punching the floor, punching the floor. <laughs> I know. I mean, uh, like some some of the times when I've been watching football as well, it's been like yeah, exactly. They're 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 going to be looking up and they're going to be seeing like loads of people 
like just taking their mouses out and swinging for the monitor and shit like that. <laughs> Kicking their TVs in. <laughs> punching it, punching the air. On that, on that note, is there any part of you that, that doesn't want football back? Because this, actually, more than a season, 18 months has been pretty horrible <laughs> as, as a Spurs fan, hasn't it? It's, you know, <coughs> we've had those moments of Champions League <laughs> run and stuff like that, but been pretty pretty tough to watch and be a Spurs fan. We haven't had really many really high moments. Uh, and <coughs> what I've found during this lockdown period and no football is I think my stress levels are much lower. <coughs> I think Tottenham bring that on. And, you know, poor performance or any kind of lack of ambition or Jose Mourinho sulking on the... On the um, on the touchline, might, might do my head in. Is any part of you missing the the, or will you miss the the calmness of not having football to watch? Massively, I massively miss that calmness. Not to, not ever to worry about Spurs anymore. I can just be a Spurs fan in peace. <laughs> you know, it feels like there's never any peace. You know, and then you got it'll probably reignite the Pochettino Mourinho debates again. Um, no, I was I was appreciating it a lot because players are sometimes better when there's no games on. So I guess we kind of more highly rate some people than we should. And I guess in, during the lockdown, there was an Ajax anniversary as well. So, Oh, uh, yeah. Did you see the video with, um, what's it called, uh, Lucas Moura? With his uh, match, his ball, that he, he, you know, the, he scored a hat-trick against Ajax. He's no. there sort of eating dinner with it and sleeping with it at night. He puts a hat on it when he has a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is um, very own Wilson. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What? Um, so, 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 what? What are what are your predictions going into the United game? You know, I, I think it'd be tough. They're a good side. Um, Jose, um, Jose Mourinho has, has had a little dig or little mind games at Solskjaer already. I wish he wouldn't do that. Have you heard about that? He said, "No, Solskjaer is out of his depth." Long, words to that effect. Oh God! Which is, you know, exactly what's going to happen when you hear shit like that. He keeps beating the top managers as well. Does he's, Solskjaer? He's already beaten. He's already beaten Mourinho. Guardi- yeah, Guardiola as well. Yeah, it's, it seems mad that that like, that little goblin from who's a mold manager can can seen <laughs> seen a, a transformation in in the way that that he has. It's like he doesn't have any. If he does re- best, if he does better than Mourinho over the duration of the, both their times at their current football clubs. Then I, I don't know what we're going to do as Spurs. Like if, if if Mourinho can't work this problem out, if this could, if Spurs are the only club under the sun that he's ever managed, and he can't work it out at Spurs, then the problem is Tottenham. The 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 club, the the the, the lifeblood of the club, is cursed. <laughs> I, I strongly agree, but is I don't it, think it's going to win. I don't think it's going to win a trophy of us. So yeah, I guess that's going to bear out. What about you, Rick? What do you think? Are we, are we cursed or is this... Because if Mourinho can't do it with, with us, then no one can now. Well, I had to, uh, uh, man, it, 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 w- it would appear so. If, like, like <laughs> where, 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 where Potts failed um, and Mourinho, it, it, like, in my mind, you know, born winner, won everywhere he's gone and when he came to Tottenham... I'm kind of thinking he's going to win something with us, but whether it'll be attractive football or, or, or like boring football, but we would win something. It got to the point of, I don't think anyone cares anymore. They just want to win something. But, 
Yeah, it's it could very well be that Mourinho ends up not winning anything with Tottenham, uh, and we are a cursed club. Would uh, brilliant? <laughs> you just have to accept it. It's like what we are, isn't it? <laughs> um, what what if if you're having to create a starting lineup for this this side against Man United? Given the fact that only Jeff at Tanganga is is injured, what what would it be? What would the formation be, T? And uh, who would play in that first eleven? Who would start the game? Fuck knows. Um, obviously, it'd be Hugo a goal. But I don't know if we go with a flat back four or go with three at the back. What would you do if you was manager? Four four two, mate. Four four fucking two. That's what we fucking yeah. need. That's what we need. Kane knocking it down. Bergvine or some other little mug knocking them in. That's what we want, mate. <laughs> some little mug. Uh, what, Rick, what would you Have you got an answer for that? No. <laughs> All right, I'll, go, I'll give it a go. To be, to be fair, the front six is what's really difficult. Yeah. What, that, does, that's, what's the back line, though? I mean, that's difficult as well. That's our weakest part. It would just be Toby and Yen, surely. Mm. With probably Davis, Buddy yeah. Davis at left back and OEA. I don't know. I don't know how much. That's, that's probably how I see it. I mean, who else is there? Have I forgotten a centre back somewhere? Sanchez. Oh fuck yeah! He's actually, you know, he's <laughs> it played, should be him and Toby. <laughs> it should be him and Toby for sure. He's got, yeah, so yeah, he's got legs on him. But like, it's such a slow back line. Um, and then do you, you have an Aurier and Ben Davies at left back. Yeah. Okay, and then midfield. Itself. And the midfield is uh, Sissoko and. Ndombele or Lo Celso Sissoko on the uh, bench there's so much choice I mean, yeah, yeah I think you've got, you've got if Lo Celso's fit he's got to play obviously um, but I, I also want uh, Ndombele in there as well but then where would uh, I don't, is, is uh, Sissoko going to be uh, playing that wide kind of uh, right role where you know because Delhi's not going to be there, so that you're going to have to shift Bergvine into the middle. Uh, and, and Sonny's, well, I, I just don't know. All right, I've got the answer. It's a 4 yeah. free, free. And you go on. And you've got, Les, in, the, in the three-man midfield is Les Celso, it's Ndombele, and it's Eric Dyer. And oh. and then okay. up top, you've got Huminson, Lucas Moore, and Harry Kane. Lucas Moore, fuck me. Okay. What is your problem yeah, with Lucas, Lucas Moore? Where did that come from? Fucking rubbish, Flav. Where, where, where did that come from? Like, he, he, he consistently scores goals against big clubs. No, he doesn't. He's been garbage. Or, no, 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 he does. He does. Look at all the teams he score, scored against in, in the last... Since he's been here. He always bags goals against big clubs. Loves a goal against Man United. Loves goals against Man City. Scored a hat-trick at Ajax. Scored a goal against Bar- Barcelona. You know, he's... All right, yeah, but you want to replace yeah, him for Bergwijn, uh... who's played four games for the football club. Yeah, he's scored two goals in those four games. Yeah, but is he... You're saying Bergwijn is better than Lucas Moura based on the fact that he Bergwijn isn't Lucas Moura? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... I mean, to, be, to be fair, look, um, if you've got optimism in um, Lucas Moura, that's probably more positive than me trying to talk him down. I, I don't see him starting the game. Myself, I think it might it might go for a quicker front three and maybe a more intelligent. I think Bergvine could play across the front three. I'm not sure Lucas Moore is as effective on both sides. Mm. That's probably why I see I see Bergvine. Yeah, but so so yeah. That four, I mean, we're not going to completely change our system unless Mourinho's been working working magic. 
Um, but well, I did. I did hear. I, I did. Well, I read an article. I can't remember where it was now. Where Mourinho is already looking ahead to next season and the new formation. And who knows? He may have just thought, "Fuck it, let's let's try this new formation out." Maybe. Uh, so I'm going to go. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I'm recording at home brings with it its problems, and Frank started barking at something for absolutely no reason. So apologies for that. Um, Okay, so uh, what, what are your predictions? I think Spurs are going to win 4-1. Give them a good pumping. 1-0. One 1-0. All. One all. I mean, that's yeah. no good to us, T. I'm sorry, but that's how it's going to go, isn't it? Ricky, any, any world where we, we uh, overturn the seven-point deficit and get into the top four? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, I, I mean, um, who, knows, who knows what's going to happen, really? And I think well, I think we're going to beat United. Uh, I think it's going to be a world close game. I think we'll probably edge it two one, but I think we'll carry on the uh, the good feeling and momentum from here. All I, I have said this many I many. Think, uh, I have said this many many times, but when Kane and Son was in the t- in the side under Mourinho, we were the second form team in the league, only bettered by Liverpool. That's all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe losing your two best attacking players does actually have an impact on you. And it isn't a mad thing to suggest that our form has fallen off a cliff because Son and Kane are out. How do you, how do you replace £250 million worth of talent? You can't. Tactics don't... Not, I mean, it. I don't know. Maybe I'm holding on to something here, but I, I, that's what I'm holding on to. No, no, of course. You're, no, right. you're right. Totally right. Five yeah. one. I, I changed it to five one, mate. Five one. Five one. And Champions yeah. League football next season. Hundred percent. Brilliant. That's what I know. Right. We've got some questions. Um, the first one is from Bardi, and he says, "What skill have you learnt in uh, since the lockdown? Since Tottenham last kicked the ball? We've done anything interesting? I can I can absolutely nail a poached egg now. There it is. I've um I've um, joined the club of sitting down to wipe. Probably my biggest achievement. Yeah. With that no, one. Nice. I find I find it's more economic using less toilet paper because it's you know you're cleaning less debris. But so. who stands up? I did, but now I don't. <laughs> but but now I don't. I love I love the fact that you, this has gone through a process of you of you going. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna try it out. See what happens. And what, then, you know, what, kind of got, got the hang of it. And yeah, what what's uh... <laughs> Here I am. What what uh, what was it that changed your mind? Made you think that a new technique was needed? I just heard so much about it, so much hype. So I thought, <laughs> let's just see what the fuss is about. Sitting down hype train. Yeah, but then you know, some people put coke up their bums. So I'll, I'll never do that. Even though What's it's like not doing <laughs> Up the bum, innit? No, no. We're, right, we're talking about bums. <laughs> Things going in and out. Um, R- Ricky strikes me as a uh, sitting down kind of guy. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I don't understand red, someone standing up. Red just... marks on my, um, I get red marks on my knees from where I've been resting my elbows on there. Just, <laughs> just playing with my phone. I've been sitting there for like 15 minutes. Who's like dried on my bum. Just like, it's, I've been there that long. Uh, one of my brothers, I won't name who, he takes books into the toilets. He's going there for ages. It's just, it's, 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 it's like, he said it will change your life. You take a book into the toilet, take your time, it'll take, change your life. Yeah, that's a good shout. I've done that with sometimes magazines and sometimes I just take books in as well. Yeah, yeah good magazines one thing, crime and punishments another. <laughs> War and peace. War and peace. Tolstoy. 
when you get uh, pins and needles, isn't it? When you've been sitting down for too long. Legs are like, oh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, poached eggs, um, chicken, chicken, keeping chickens has been a thing. We've, we've, I've raised something like 18 chicks since uh, since the lockdown. That's men's too. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I've got, uh, I had them the other night, last night, I um, I had one on my shoulder. It was a Polish frizzle and it was crawling out. We got three of them and the others jumped up and they all nestled down and fell asleep on my shoulder. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Coy says, uh, if Spurs could win every game from from when the season restarts until the end of the season, but one of your family members has to die in order <laughs> in order for it to happen, which family member would you sacrifice? It's, it's not even like, would you sacrifice? Which one? Which one's going to go? It's, it, so you've got to sacrifice for the, for the sake of 27 points, league points. One of your family members has to die. Like me. <laughs> and, and she's not given the option of whether or not you were willing to do it. You have to choose one. Go, Rick, who? Uh, well, I consider our hamster part of the family, so he would have to go. <laughs> Cop out. T. Yeah, no, that's true. No, that's T, doesn't, T doesn't have pets, hates animals, so. Can't stand them. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um... Please don't say anyone really close. <laughs> oh, I, I can't think of it. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I, I sacrifice myself. Go on, Dad. <laughs> Dad's got to go. Look, he's he's sixty-eight. I think sixty-nine's had a good innings. He's become a parasite to society. He's no AP. Just draws his pension. Offers nothing. Pumps nothing in. Uh, not only would I be guaranteeing twenty-seven points to Tottenham Hotspur, I'd also be taking away a drain on society's resources and pensions. So, and, and, you, and you'd be uh, you get a nice, a lovely little slice in that wheel as well. So, mate, you're, I didn't even think about that. This is this goes so about this is saying. like proper win-win. Yeah, and and do you know what? For a big summer signing like Coutinho, I'd also say mum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. No, actually, not mum. I'd say stepmum because she would be you'd have to out her from the will it'd be a long legal process if both of them gone together just like that no problems is it all, <laughs> all the money all very quickly all the money very quickly and spurs get everything and coutinho what <laughs> I've, had a, I've been alive 38 years i i've i've had my fit not had my feel i'm happy that they're there i'm just saying it's not the end of the world <laughs> i don't know t- convince me that i'm wrong <laughs> you're not that's wrong. quite compelling <laughs> quite compelling so you've got to say your mum and dad's as well yeah yeah go yeah, get them yeah a pair of them yeah uh, on one on one of uh, the most recent pods Flav's almost last words were uh, cough cough Fellaini what would be your last words if you can choose them I don't remember saying that god knows um I don't know should have prepped that question really <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably, probably say, um, "Fuck Sol Campbell." Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'd go. F- sorry, Dad. <laughs> Didn't mean it wasn't worth it. I, I, I miss you. <laughs> sorry about that. I've forgotten about the twenty-seven points. Coutinho was a f- injury-prone. Never really played for us. Cost us a fortune. We didn't qualify no, no. for the Champions League anyway. And I, uh, I spent I'm all the money. Just, uh, I'd just say, uh, revenge my death. 
<laughs> Revenge. Bit of Revenge. <laughs> Revenge my death now. Did, did, Rick, you sent me a link early, earlier that, that the, um, the drummer of the rifles, or the rifles, uh, yeah. the band follows the Fighting Cock, or you? Me, yeah. Is he following the Fighting Cock as well? I don't know. I, don't, I, just, I just saw it this morning, uh, and, and I was like, it's, interesting. It, it's, always, it's always good. You think, oh, someone relatively famous or is part of a band that's well-known, well listens to the pod, your instinct is to go, let's get him on. Let's get yeah. him on. But, like, he's a drummer of a band that, no, that not many people know about, apart from me and you. Well, yeah, well, I mean... That it, is that they, enough? Uh, is that enough? Yeah, it is enough. I, I had a scroll of the timeline to see if I could see any coys, and I didn't see any. Oh, maybe he's not fully coys. Maybe that's yeah, the no, problem. Yeah, that's difficult, isn't it? Do you know what would be re- really good if we were able to to go down the coys? If it weren't just watching it on telly, going down the coys to watch coys on a, on yeah. a proper Saturday coys. Get like just just to sing "Come on, you coys." That would be that would be really good. Um, what, what what do you think football without fans is going to be like? My dad, my dad, he's like particular objector to it. He's like, I oh, don't, just don't bring it back. Forget about it. I don't like if there's no fans, it's pointless. Be like watching a training game. I watched about 15 minutes of German football and I was like, this is shit. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it's, it's going to be, it is going to be absolutely toilet. But it's you know, it's Tottenham, it's our club. It's you know, one foot in the door of football coming back. I can only do, I can only just get behind it really, as long well, as it's safe for everyone and they're all taking steps given by the government and by scientists and by whoever else so and you know other countries have opened their leagues up i don't know if we're going too early or we're looking over at the neighbors thinking oh shit they're playing we better play because we look bad or or i don't know but at this at this moment in time i know it's it, it is going to be like watching a training match and it will be boring but um, it's Tottenham, and I'm happy to have them back. Um, did you? Were you happy to hear that we've been offered Aaron Ramsey? We've not only have we been offered, we've also inquired after the services of Aaron Ramsey. It's bullshit. Bullshit. It's Rick. I know what you're doing, right? And I, I, I appreciate it because I'm in the same boat. But it can't, it's not bullshit just because you want it to be. No, it's that, do you really think Aaron Ramsey would come to Tottenham? No, he wouldn't. Why, on earth, why on earth would you sully your legacy at Arsenal um, and then going over to Juve um, to, to, to come back to the Prem to, to join Tottenham? You just would not do that, regardless of whether we're in for him or not. It just wouldn't happen. In, 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 in the words of Jim Irwood, dodgy, underhand football agent, uh, <laughs> every, every player wants a move. Every player. He said, yeah, players but, are not fans. They don't think like fans. Don't give a shit about any of that. If it's right for them, it's right for them. Would you want him? No. Where would he play? We don't need another fucking attacking midfielder. Certainly not another yeah. Laguna one on 400 grand a week. No. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, fucking no. Coutinho's the one. It's got to be. Please. Yeah. I don't think we even need him, but we know. do. We need we need defenders more than anything, <clears throat> don't they? Yeah, yeah. No uh, more attackers. More attackers. <laughs> David Alfie Ward has a question. He said, "Would you take uh, uh, Would you take Ashley Cole at the club if he was employed to work one on one with Ryan Sessegnon?" A good question. That's really good. Would you take that man uh, into the club 
an employee of Tottenham Hotspur, Chelsea and Arsenal legend, because his impact, his mind would develop Ryan Sessegnon into a, a better player. I actually don't hate him. I, I know I should, but I don't hate Ashley Cole. Um, and he has worked at Mourinho before, I believe. So there is that, that actually could happen. I, I probably would accept. I'd set that over Aaron Ramsey playing for us. <laughs> Sam Cornish says uh, a win on Friday would be a huge. Would be huge for our hopes of a European spot. How many minutes into the match will the optimism bubble burst? Three. 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 <laughs> It'll be like, it'll pass it back. It'll go to Winks. It'll play it long. It'll go out of touch and that will be that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and did, did uh, you know when uh, Rashford was out, was it his back that he did? Yeah, yeah. So the ball's going to cannon off Rashford's back and go in just to yeah. really rub the salt in it. Lemon Jack said six minutes. <laughs> Good shout. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit, man. See, this is what I miss. I miss, like, the warm-up. Uh, oh, an hour before, oh, the team sheets come out. Yes, come on, yeah, no, I think we can do it. If we if we get these points here, and you're already calculating four games in advance where we'd be, and within a couple of minutes, it's all up your bum. It's just, God, man. Mate, no one says, I, I yeah, this. we can do this when they see the team sheet. No no one, yeah. no one does. I do. Every time I look at it, I'll go, oh, fuck. What, what is Eric <laughs> Dyer doing in there? How, what, how, why have we got five centre-backs? What formation are we playing? This, none of this makes sense. I remember there was a glorious period under Pochettino's era where he would do these strange tactical changes. He would play players you wouldn't necessarily rate, like Walker and Rose would be out on the side and Trippier and Davies would be in. And we'd still win. We'd still and win. He, and, yeah, it's... Uh... It got to a point where you're like, oh, I can't... There's nothing I can say about this anymore. He's, he keeps getting it right. He knows better than me. Seems like an absolute lifetime ago. We just, um, you know, I, I go to Art Lane within 20 minutes of 3 0 up. <laughs> it's just like, fucking hell. Yeah. This is like, you know, and I just thought those days would last forever. You know, when, you, when you're in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that, the one, the season with the gold away kit, that was the one. Yeah. yeah we smashed yeah. Leicester. Last season at the lane. Yeah. Yeah. Was it that season? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nelson Sorrow says, Would you be rather be jailed for a month or buried alive for a day? No, Joe, 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 100%. Buried alive for a day. How would you stay alive? What is wrong with this geezer? Are you constantly sending in fucking weird, fucked up questions? I mean, I like I, it. Well, well. If you had a straw, <clears throat> straw to the mouth. Yeah, that would be alive. it. That would be it for one day or jail. Jail, I mean, I don't think I'd have an issue with jail. I think I'd be fine with it. I think I, all I'd do is I'd grab onto some big bloke's pocket. You know, like if you want to be someone's bitch in jail... You just have to hold on to someone's pocket. Do you hear about that? No. Yeah, like if you're if you're like if you're one of the the fuck puppets in a, in a in a in a in a jail, and one of your masters or whatever it is, they basically have their pockets pulled out, and the bitch has to hold on to the pocket and walk around behind him. As long as you're happy to become, you know, hold a pocket, then you'll you'll get through that month. No, that's right. I didn't know that. That's, that's good. Uh, that's good jail knowledge. It's, it's it's strange because you're known on the street as Ricky Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a new pseudonym. 
<laughs> Ricky Pockets. Uh, um, what else we got? Uh, Eric Roop says, which three members would you choose to accompany you into a rap battle against Warak? I think that's one of the one of the scores that Bardi picked up during lockdown. So definitely be him rapping. Actually, what um, what you, what I want you guys to do, if anyone listening to this, uh, if you at Bardi and do it quick because you'll listen to this podcast, so it's better if you do it quickly. Uh, you know, if you listen to it before he has, uh, and just said uh, just say post post your rap videos, all of them. <laughs> it's oh my god, one of the most unbelievably awful. But yet, mesmerising things I've 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 seen. Um, it's so. It's like worse than what you know. You got those like in eighties, nineties, and you got white people on TV, and they're like been TV presenters, or they they're written a rap for them, and it's it's just like a bit awkward. Barty sort of managed to transcend that somehow. It, like it's <laughs> so out of time. There's no. It was, it's a glorious thing to see. So, um, yeah, just just <laughs> actually just write um, Bardi uh, rap for me. Hashtag rap for me. <laughs> see what he says. He's like, not going to be impressed. He's out of the guy. <laughs> he doesn't have to post the videos. Look, what do you want me to do? What, I mean, he, uh, we're just talking about his rap career. <laughs> um, and anyone who doesn't know as well, Google or YouTube Warark which is a rap group where I can't tell whether they're real or not. I, my gut feeling is that they're not real. They've got this, um, these, these, these rap videos that are, that are bizarre. And uh, I, I think it's, it, they know what they're doing. But, yeah, have a look. Uh, How do you spell W-A-R-A-Q. Oh, nice. Yeah, W-A-R-A-Q, yeah. <clears throat> um, Alex Renton says, How many years ago was it that Eric Dyer jumped into the stands? It just feels so it was like 10 years ago. He's still got to get a band for that. Oh, shit, yeah. Do you know the start of this season was Spurs beating Aston Villa 3-1 at home? Do you know how long ago that was? It's nearly a year mental. ago. Absolutely mental. Yeah, 10 months. Do you, do you think Eric Dyer uh, gets back into the team? Do you think he'll... he'll Because um, Jose Mourinho seems to like him. I hope not. Don't want him anywhere near this but starting we level. We haven't got that kind of. We haven't got a, break, a, a player who can break break the ball up in midfield, have we? We haven't right. got that. That's a problem. We probably are going to see him there, but I don't know. I think it's gone. I think he's a busted flush. What about you, Rick? Do you know what? I just I I, I didn't listen to the question because I was trying to remember if uh, did we watch the Villa game together? Was yeah, that, that's when we were in Newquay. That's right. Uh yeah, shit, I remember now. What was the question? Will he play for Spurs? Is he, 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 given that he's our only option of, of having a destroyer and in inverted commas in midfield, is it, would you play him? Do, does he shore up and give us options? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, de- he def- definitely gives us options. But um, I don't know if he's going to be a regular. I, I mean, like it's, it's, it's part of the rumours that you see. Uh, that that he'll he'll be sold to fund other players. Well, how how, how much are you going to get for him? Like sold to fund other players? You're going to get eight mil, ten. Well, what that low? You reckon? What would that buy you? That's that's a that's a loan fee for Gedson Fernandez. The market's fucked anyway, so yeah, it's difficult to really make much money. I don't know. I I, I just think you know. 
he, uh, he he did have some credit in the bank. He's a bit of a utility man, and uh, he's uh, he's English, isn't he? English always comes with a premium, so I don't well, know. I think he could give, fetch a bit more than that. He still has a bit of money in the bank for that time that he did climb into the stands. That that still is uh, a fond fond memory. We've got a, a, rela- <laughs> a related question, Saber TV. It says, considering how we look back on Dyer, Rose and Ericsson and how we didn't sell them at their peak value, do you think if a big bid came in for Son that we should take it? I've said we should. Um, I mean, we, there were times where we could have sold Dyer. Apparently there was that bid from Man United when Mourinho was in charge of them of around 50 mil, which, do you know, do you know at the time oh, when Spurs were playing well, you're like, why, why sell him? He offers something while I sell him. Ericsson as well. It's like there, there would have been time when he, he we could have fetched 80 million, maybe 60, 70, 80 million for him. Uh, Rose as well could have gone for 50, maybe. I think there's just a crippling fear of being a selling club. But I don't think there's, I don't think being a selling club is such a terrible thing, especially if they regenerate the funds. You know, if we sell people, everyone's got a right time to be sold. And I want human son to be at Tottenham forever, don't get me wrong. But if we get a mind blowing offer, we've really got to consider it. What and is look that? At investing. What is that offer? Well, I guess with the way the world market is, maybe 80. Yeah. If, the world is, if the world is normal, I'd probably say 120, but I don't where, know what the market is now. Where does he go, do you see? Like where, what, what's his limit? He's not, he doesn't strike me as a Real Madrid level. I think he could do go to Barcelona. Really? Yeah, I mean, not saying he'd be the top player or anything, but I think those sort of clubs could go in for him. Did you? It's it's difficult when you say like selling selling players when they're at their peak and they're playing for you. Like like back in the day, like you you were saying about um, the rumored Mourinho bid for Dyer that was at forty five fifty mil, and at that time we, we're all really happy with Dyer, and we were like, nah, like why are we going to sell him to a rival and uh, plus, he's he's playing well, and we want him to be here. But now, you know, in hindsight, you think, oh, we should have bitten their hands off. But when players are at their peak, like Son, like sell, the moment, you, yeah, you, there's no way I'd want to sell Son because who are you going to replace him with? And and yeah, you could get a couple more players, but they're never going to be at their peak at that moment in time. You're going to have to wait a few years for them to bed in if they do bed in. It's a gamble. I'd rather keep Son and then uh, wait for him to slowly kind of go downhill and then he'll still have credit in the bank from that anyway and, and then sell him. But I, I wouldn't sell him at all. I've got an absolutely belting question here from Stevie Nev. He nice. says, which pair would give us the best chance of winning the league next season? Right, so you've got to listen to him. A prime Van der Vaart and Walker. Prime Dembele and Rose, uh, Rose, sorry, <laughs> been drinking too much. Uh, a prime Bale and Wanyama, or a prime Modric and King. That's a, a wicked question because not all of those partnerships make sense, but one of them's so heavy that I maybe you. T- I don't know. I'm thinking about the Bale one, Bale Wanyama. Yeah, same. Purely because centre midfield is probably our weakest position, and Bale is better than Hungmin Song. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but, but Prime Wanyama was never anything like to behold, was it? <laughs> it was, the season he just had a massive wanko, but he was a big part of that. The last isn't at the lane. 
So I didn't have a massive wank. I just said, remember that season when we did suds. I said, remember that season when we had that gold kit, and you went, yeah, the last season at Lane. That's not having me having a massive wank over it. You did, mate. You did. So who's your yeah, pick? Who's your pick, Flo? I can't pick Bale and Wanyama. Then who's your pick? Well, give me a second. I'll tell you, won't I? <laughs> I would, I would probably go for Dembele and Rose. What really? Because we've got no left back. Uh, and a pre- uh, the prime rose in that season that I just wanked over, he was quality. And Dembele, but we've already got two like Dembele, really. Like, I know they're not as good as him. Modric is Modric and King, a prime King, yeah, yeah a prime Modric. That, that, that'd be, that, that's what I was torn over. That, that's a great, great pairing. I think, uh, yeah, I'd go for Modric and King, probably. We still won't win the league with any of them. Cheers. <laughs> Don't matter. Uh, and we'll finish on this one uh, from Maria Gorilla. Uh, who's the greatest rapper of all time? Bardi is. <laughs> rap. Just at him. Rap for me. Hashtag rap for me. Rap for me. Um... The greatest rapper, to you as a connoisseur of most music, but you know, especially hip hop. Um, who do you think the greatest rapper of all time is? Fuck, it's a difficult one. I'll just say Rakim. That's not as that. I mean, Eminem is obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rakim. All right. That's my pick. Okay. Uh, quick uh, album that T put me onto. The Fred, new Freddie Gibbs album is is wonderful. I agree. It's one of the, probably one of the best albums of the year. Just love his flow. Do you know what's good about him? Is that he sounds terribly um, scary, uh, but the production is like a, a, a glorious juxtaposition. Shouldn't fit, but does works perfectly. Does he send these? Does he do the raps and then, like Alchemist and Mad Lib, just apply whatever the production they want to? It? Is that how it works? Depends. Because um, it depends, really. I mean, during COVID, that was us. What would have had to have happened? But usually, they'd be in the studio together. He sends in the beats. He probably writes the rhymes, and then I guess the producer kind of fine tunes all that. Um, something I said on the Notorious P.O.D. that when people talk about producers in hip-hop, it's all about the beats, but they're also helping curate the song in terms of maybe this bar will go better here, maybe it's to sing it this way or that way. So they're both working together. And I'd imagine that's probably how it would work if uh, Mad Lib and Freddie Gibbs probably get the best out of each other in that way. OK. Well, uh... that's, been, that's been my favourite part of the podcast. <laughs> the, uh, the Fighting Cop will return next Monday after a glorious... Victory over Manchester United. Uh, we might yeah. probably even do it before. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Monday now because we don't have to meet up, do we? Uh, but that we will be meeting up. The, the fighting court will be coming together in person, which is is really where the glory's at. You know, I need to be in the room with you. Like, you know, I can't like talking over Skype's great and it's fine and it you know it's needs must at the moment. But being in a room together, having a laugh and having a beer together is is what makes the fighting court what it is. And I'm looking forward to doing that. In August is when the studios reopen. Um, if you want to, 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 to hear instant reaction to the Manchester United game, then you can do that by becoming a patron 
during our, our lockdown, the Patreon content has been mostly uh, non-football stuff. Um, but we're now moving back towards football. So we're going to have uh, five statements, instant reaction to the game. Uh, we're going to be previewing the Man United game with uh, a Man United fan. Uh, we've got a season, a returning to football preview with Kristen Hennage. Loads of content on our Patreon uh, page. So if you're not a patron already or you you, you stopped during the lockdown or whatever reason, uh, you can come back to us. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash the fighting cock. Uh, lads, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your Monday evening and we'll speak soon. Ciao. See you later. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken Zero Zero. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken Zero Zero. Zero point zero percent alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.